0: Jacob, are you pondering what I'm pondering? I think so, Drew. But wouldn't Moriarty disappear out of the holodeck? I think the only thing holographic is your brain. No, you fool. We're going to review an animated uh, movie on this here podcast.
1: Brilliant! No, 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 no. wait, 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 wait. Why would anybody want to listen to, ge- to geeks like us?
0: Because, you fool, these people have uh, are so very easily entertained.
1: Okay, Drew. Nerf!
0: Welcome to another episode of the Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who uh, is the, the only thing that could be considered a worse toy than Buzz Lightyear for Woody. Jacob. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that, that's a that's a new one. Thanks.
1: <laughs> well, what?
0: I know you have a tendency to be a little uh, rough in your uh, demeanor sometimes. <laughs>
1: All right. Why? Thank you. I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who is a very has become a very delusional toy.
0: Welcome, Drew. Uh, you don't want to be in my be in the way when my laser goes off. E- yeah. No. Let's. <laughs> None of us want to be there. No. <laughs> no. 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 No.
1: No. So, uh, how are you doing today, Jacob? Man, I am so. I am tired. I've been very tired. Uh, I've been very blessed and uh, very fortunate. With the uh, the church we go to, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a kind of the the backup janitor, mm-hmm. and so last week when we were all, when we were when we did our little hiatus, yes, and uh, so I had the opportunity to go clean the church, mm-hmm. which is always very fun when you're up there at nine o'clock at night and there's no one else there. <laughs> It'd be like you never think we'd be kind of slightly unhinged or nervous about walking down a hallway when there's no lights
0: on. Well, in a massive building like that <laughs> that's the that's a weird thing because every time we you go to church any of us go to church yeah even during the current conditions right exactly. uh, we still expect there to be a lot of people in there we expect it to be bright and cheery we don't expect it to be as quiet as a tomb yeah exactly <laughs> just just it's like exactly. being in a it's like being in a stadium when there's nobody there yeah exactly Ooh,
1: <laughs> All right, yeah, I've been doing pretty good. uh, Working on some projects. Uh, One, I'm going to give this huge shout out to uh, a listener, Mm -hmm. listener, and very faithful listener to us, uh, Heather Morgan. Uh, She's helped out so many ways with um, with uh, news and links and that kind of All kinds of stuff for it. And uh, I'm going to give a huge shout out to her son Samuel uh, Morgan Mm -hmm. because he because his mom reached out on my Facebook my Facebook feed. And uh, she wanted me to draw him a, uh, a Sonic, and I'm going to draw him a Sonic, a, okay. a Metal Sonic. And so big shout out to Samuel, and I uh, hope you enjoy it, when, it get, when I finally get around to doing it. And uh, I'll, I'll post it and it's, send it to you guys, and hope you guys enjoy it. All righty then. Uh, let's see. Also, I do have one little special thing. for Probably most of you have already seen it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to show it here. Uh, I did a little piece for. This will
0: probably also be on your album art on your uh, player this week too. Rock on! Which means I do need to get a, take a picture of that before you leave. I got you. I'll send you a picture. Okay then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Either way, yeah, I did this for the uh, the podcast ever since we're doing Toy Story, and I uh, just wanted to just do something fun. Uh, obviously, you can't really see it in real good high definition here, but I go to uh, my Facebook, my Facebook page Jacob's Daily Art Corner. Uh, you can see all the what I did with it. Uh, mm-hmm. This is watercolor with ink and uh, white ink and pencil. Uh, it took me about four hours to do this piece, and I'm really proud of it. Um, and so, yeah, go go check it out. And uh, if you are interested in commissions, because I do commissions art wise, uh, just go hook uh, hook me up there, or go to my my personal Facebook page of Jacob B. Heron, and uh, let me know if you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Just let me know, and we can get that process started. All so, right. yeah, then. that's the piece I've been working on. What have you been working? On? What? How are you been?
0: I have had a long couple of weeks. Uh, part of the reason we were on hiatus is because I went to Amarillo over the weekend. Yeah. Out of respect for the people, I went to Amarillo for, and, and the fact that they don't like their information aired out over the internet. I gotcha. I will not be speaking of why I was up there, but yeah, those who know know why. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've, unlike I've, my cousin, I got you, who well, broke the rule after fourteen hours. <laughs> oh wow! I'm wow. proud of her. This is a, this is a record for her. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so be like there again, not saying anything about right, what happened. Right.
1: It's more to what just, happened. I was
0: out. I was out of town for the right. weekend. While I was out of town, just to get into a little bit of what I've been watching. Yeah. Uh, I did uh, watch some uh, a mini up a couple episodes of The Office. If you've yeah. ever watched that TV show, nope. You you might enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, My, I'm very stingy about comedy. <laughs> yes, but this is a little more realistic. Okay. It's also a little crazy, but hey, yeah. it's, it is what it is. And that's it is what, And that's the thing is why it is a comedy. Yeah. There is actually a story. Okay. It's just you gotta read between the lines to catch the story. I guess that you. makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, and that's why generally people prefer the U.S. version to the British version that, create, that started it because the British was, well, you know, British humor. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad, but it doesn't really focus on, an in this case, I don't think, an, I haven't watched too much of the British office. I don't think it focuses on the overarching story. This, you get to where you pretty much know and like all these characters, even though they're all Crazy,
1: yeah. I've I've actually seen some of the the British Office, yeah. And for some reason, I prefer British comedy over English com- American well, generally, comedy. Generally,
0: British comedy does tend to be more serious, yeah. But for whatever reason, I don't think the British Office works as well as the U.S. version. Okay, that's just what it comes down to. Okay. All, All right. The- then you do have John Krasinski being the perfect character to foil Rain Wilson. Hmm. A.K.A. Jim and Dwight.
1: Okay. Even though I've never, I've never seen the you show.
0: Know I, 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 I know who you're referring to. Yes. Okay. And plus, the love story between Jim and Pam is still one of the best ones I've ever watched. Okay. But anyway, so I watched a little bit of that. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, what else have I been watching? Hmm. I've been watched. I've watched a couple movies. Yeah. For my own personal pleasure, one of which was the movie Colossal which is a odd movie, I'll say. It is kind of a strange mixture of your monster movies, kind of like Godzilla, what we generally yeah. call kaiju movies. Yeah. It's a weird mixture of that, kind of an anti-Hallmark movie in a way. Okay. it's It's got the the Hallmark flavoring, but it's like not a Hallmark movie. Uh, okay, so it's almost like a... Deacon- it's, a it's a fantasy rom-com kaiju not really Hallmark, but kind of feels like Hallmark. Kind of oh, okay. a movie. Okay. What it's about is uh, Anne Hathaway is in this. Oh, okay. She realizes that there's a monster in Seoul, South Korea the, the, that's a, that's attacking it. Yeah. That she's controlling, and she doesn't realize it. Mm, okay. But she realizes it early on in the movie, and so uh, in the process of all that, it's, it's an interesting movie. It's kind of... I know a lot of people... Did, it's kind of a... What's the word I'm looking for? Controversial? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't... Not not really in a bad way. It's just some people liked it, some people didn't. So it is kind of a like-it-hate-it movie. Right. But I enjoyed the full out of it. Because it was okay. just kind of... It was both a fun movie and it had a serious... Uh, a serious side to it. And it is probably... I won't say it's the best cinematography, but they do a lot of good stuff in there. Especially... Uh, at one point, uh, not to get into the story. Cause I kind of want to, there, there's an aspect of the story. I didn't know about going into it. And when okay. I found it out, I realized I don't want to tell people that's coming. Gotcha. <laughs> but there is a point when Anne Hathaway, uh, is kind of not really beat up, but they kind of, her and somebody else get into a fight. Yeah. Get into a tussle. Yeah. And she's on the ground and the other person is mocking them by, Acting like they're stomping all over these buildings. Hmm. Okay. But but you, because they're watching what's going on in South Korea. Mm. Honestly, you actually hear as the person steps down on it, the cries and anguish and destruction over this little bitty speaker. Oh, that is like It's like, I love how it's timed and it was so cool. It's one of the, it's one of those. I wished I had gotten a chance to watch it in theaters. Hmm. Ah, I also watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, yeah. Now, I am not a horror movie fan. No, but this, this is almost like tropes it. <laughs> the, kind of, but at the same time, as a not really a horror movie fan, I don't have the appreciation for some of this stuff. A lot of people do. Yeah. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the movie, but there was some of this that just felt... I, saying it's over the top, Is like saying that saying I didn't like as it felt over the top, it'd be like saying I didn't like, uh, what, uh, Godzilla because of the monster fights. Okay. You kind of know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know it's supposed to be over the top. Right. I understand that. But I, there is a, like you with a lot of comedies, Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like I need to at least care about these people. Right. And I, didn't care about, I kind of cared, cared about Dale. I didn't care about Tucker.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> and I kind of feel in some ways, because I had never seen the movie, it had been suggested to me a hundred different times. Uh, so maybe it was a little overhyped for me, but it wasn't, I didn't hate it, but it was just kind of okay. And last, but most certainly not least on my list, I watched Psych 2, Lassie Come Home. Mm. You know the television show Psych? Yeah. I've seen a few them. This is the second made-for-television movie that they have made for the series after it ended. Yeah. Continuing the show, kind of, but mm-hmm. as movies. This... I did not know this had come out uh, or that the uh, streaming service that it was on, Peacock, yeah. Yeah. had come out, had, had launched, mm-hmm. and I just happened to find out about it, and so... Sunday night uh, over a week ago, I loaded up and said, well, it's free. Why not watch it? I love Psych. Yeah. I watch the movie. The movie is so stinking good. Okay. But a lot of what I love the movie is because it's a lot like the show. <laughs> so if of you course. don't like the show, you may not like the movie. Granted, but I love the show and I love this movie. <laughs> and it's, at least this time we did get s- some major roles from a, uh, uh, the guy who plays Lassiter, uh whose name I can't think of, and I feel like a horrible fan right now because I can't think of the actor's name. He's on like a, uh, he's like on a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I don't think it's, it is John Lasseter. Boy. Oh, t- uh, Timothy Odmanson. Oh, okay. He was not in the first Psych the Movie because of his stroke. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, somebody out. so he couldn't be, he was only had like a short cameo at the very end. And so much of what makes Psych good is the back and forth between the straight-laced John uh, Lasseter mm-hmm. and Sean Spencer, who is, you know, a, a, he's crazy. Yeah, he's a crazy he's con pretend- artist. He's, pre- he's a con artist pretending to be a psychic for the police department. And the crazy thing is, is by this point in the show, they all know he's faking. And they don't care. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, much- he's still the solving
1: all the crimes. Yeah, he's got this, like, he can... Be like he's very yes. alert about everything. And yes, be, and that's like, what and that's you know what so that's what's
0: this. so great about the show. So a watch Psych, b watch all watch all three of the uh, hour long Psych over an hour long Psych stuff, such as Psych the musical, Psych the movie, and Psych Two Lassie Come Home. Wait, Wait all there's a musical? Yes, called Psych the musical. Okay, interesting. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Alright then. Anyway. Alright. Uh so yeah, that's what I've been watching. I kind of jumped ahead. But so what have no. you been watching? Uh what have I been
1: watching? Uh really with how everything's been going on for the last week at you know, week week week. Quack. Week and a half. You're quacking again. Apparently. Um, I've watched uh I think the first six or seven episodes of X Men Evolution on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Uh, it's a really good, very underrated series. Most people just it's like oh it was the early 90s X-Men stuff.
0: Well, admittedly, I love the early 90s X-Men stuff. Yeah. I honestly Yeah, this X you said X-Men Evolution? Yeah, X-Men Evolution. That was the late 90s, one, okay, right? Okay, late 90s. No, no, I am just trying to make sure I'm remembering cuz I know there was the early X-Men from the show that technically uh I can't remember who put it out. Anyway, you had the early one that uh from the 90s that had yeah. Jubilee. Yeah. And then you had this show that was on Kids WB.
1: Yeah, this was like the early, early 2000s.
0: Right. It was, but it was still before uh, Wolverine and the X Men. Yeah,
1: yeah, which had the amazing talent of uh, Steve Blum as uh, Wolverine. Yeah, which I loved. I was oh my gosh when mm-hmm. you when you hear him as as Wolverine, like, yeah. amazing cast the whole bit enchilada. This is where we get excerpt X, uh, X twenty three, mm-hmm. and that's a really good episode. So, if you're ever wondering the the character behind the movie Logan, you can thank uh, X Men Evolution for that. All right. And uh, I watched a um, another Disney Plus show that came out in the very probably late '90s, mm-hmm. The Mighty Ducks. Not. Oh, not, not the movies. Oh,
0: you mean the weird sci-fi show. Yes, exactly. Ducks from outer space come, <laughs> come down to Earth and play hockey as this the was, Mighty Ducks. This was the goofiest tie-in I had ever seen. Yes. It's like, you know that show, that movie with Amelia Estevez teaching all these kids how to play hockey? Yeah. That got so popular that when Disney bought the Anaheim hockey team, they renamed them to the Mighty Ducks. Well yes. now here's a cartoon with a bunch of <laughs> sci-fi ducks, alien ducks fighting evil in the middle of Anaheim, California. Yes. Have fun kids. Yeah. It let's say it was it was the night. It was the late 90s. It's just
1: like it was how very, weird you can get. It's going to get weirder. It was very
0: much an extreme show. Yeah, exactly.
1: Everything about the 90s with the extreme everything. And what's weird about this show from what I remember, it's actually pretty good. It is actually. <laughs> the 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 story is very good. The um, the pilot actually is very good. How they yeah. how they build the story, the mythology, and everything—it's really good. And I would highly recommend going to this Plus, watch it, and enjoy it. Watch for what it is. Definitely, it's definitely definitely nineties. It has the nineties um, way out there, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whole enchilada. It's it's so fun. And just go watch it for what it is. Take it at a grain of salt. Remember context from, you know, back in in the 90s, back in the late 90s, because how weird things were in the late 90s.
0: Yes. This was the show that reminded us that ducks rock.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Apparently, I just keep whacking this show. Apparently. (laughs) You've gone quackers. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. All right. All right. So,
1: yeah, that is what I've been watching in between. Okay. In between working and going and doing janitorial work mm-hmm. at the church, and drawing—that's about All the only right. thing I've been able to watch.
0: Well, so before we get into our news okay. for this week, we've got a b- little bit of podcast news. Okay, because this podcast that you're listening to right now—if you're on the live, the the Facebook Live—comes out on Saturdays, right? Yes. Well, sometime between this episode coming out Mm -hmm. and whatever our next review is the following Saturday. Yeah. We may have a special thing starting sometime in the middle of the week. I don't know the release schedule for it yet. That's right. Yeah. Because, uh, we started a little side project that we've kind of hinted at. Yeah. Quite, quite a bit, Mm -hmm. quite a bit. And, uh, we decided to kind of start a little early since we kind of, Things are timing out. Yeah, exactly. What we have been working on will still not release until the beginning of the year, but to kind of give you a taste of what's coming, uh, starting next week, Mm -hmm. which is between the first week of August, we will be reviewing week by week the upcoming uh, Star Trek animated television series, Star Trek Lower Decks. Yes. As a part of what we're calling... The cell cast, the, the animated series. And this is kind of a fun thing for us now. Uh, for this first one that we're doing, it's only 10 episodes. It's going to yep. come out. You will get 11 episodes from us because we start with a prologue, mm-hmm. which is why we need to start this week and not next week when it comes out. Um, and like I said, I have not decided when for this thing, I'm going to put it out. I'm thinking I'm going to try and plan it for Monday morning, but it may be Tuesday. Okay. I don't know yet. Uh, but we're going to do a prologue, talk about uh, what we're hoping for this show. We'll probably talk about the, tra- the uh, trailer, which okay. if you've not seen the trailer, we'll watch it beforehand. Okay. Um, And it's just going to be a bunch of fun of us looking at every single episode of a television show. In this case, a show that's not even out yet, and no. hopefully we won't regret watching. Hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. That's the, that's the always hope when you try a new show, is you're always hoping you're not going to regret watching the show. Yeah the difference is for most of you people out there once it starts getting where it's regretful long before it gets regretful you can stop we can't <laughs> true so yeah um, what, once we get started in a series we cannot we, stop we have to finish we have to go through especially for these reviews because that is our goal to bring quality entertainment for you uh, but for this particular one we are it is going to be weekly on top of our regular show yeah come February the schedule will be much different yes yes and we may throw something out in between the re, the finish of this one and before our February show. But key, if you if you are at all interested in Star Trek Lower Decks, uh, keep an eye out for our podcast over at your favorite podcast catcher because these will be coming up uh, in, uh, inter intermunk That's not a word. Intermitts. Intermitts between regular episodes of our show. Okay. Of, of our of, our, of our, our, our movie reviews. So keep so an a, eye out for that. So you said this is like. You know, 10 episodes? Yes. Is this coming out weekly or? It is coming week? out weekly. Okay. Uh, my understanding is it's coming out every Thursday. Okay. We're watching the show on Saturday. Okay. So that's why I'm thinking Tuesday. Monday okay. Tuesday would be when this goes out. Okay. All right. It's hopefully, still well within the range of people want to hear what we think about it, but not uh, too far uh, out too f- it's where people are n- just- n- Far enough out, we can actually still do a little bit of research if we need to. Because right. I'm sure the first time I watch it, I'm not going to catch half the names that wrote and directed and all this other stuff and right. all the little bitty references. Oh yeah. Ever since you're you are the the turkey of the run. Yes, so and like you're, the... you're going to geek out on this oh, show. I'll, I know. I'm it. sure to some degree, much like with Picard and Discovery, I will geek out mm-hmm. on aspects of the show, but I also may get mad at aspects of the show that I probably you will wonder why I'm getting so mad. Uh huh. Be like, oh, uh, why is my friend blowing up here? <laughs> Explain. <laughs> because um, Star Trek is one of those I'm sure you understand but Star yeah. Trek is a show that I probably hold to a higher standard than I would most any other form of entertainment. True. Which uh can be annoying to people who don't under, who don't hold it to that high standard. So, that's all it comes down to. All right. So with with that we're we're you know there again we are starting another podcast. You know, Southcast, the animated series, but you will not or, have to go find find uh, subscribe to a different feed. Just stick with this feed; you'll get the episodes exactly. And uh,
1: so, I want to bring it to our audience just really quick. Ever since this is only gonna be like 11 episodes, and we have a chunk of space between there, between yes. that and the launch the uh, launch of the the, the, seri- the full version, the the full version, which we're gonna do. So. What would what would you our audience mm-hmm. think uh, of series like short series, maybe canceled series? Yes. Uh stuff
0: that's maybe just a season long. Yeah, exactly. Not um, nothing that's multi-season yet.
1: Yeah, I I did have one someone had did mention uh you uh, you should check out the Legend of the Three Capybaros on Disney Plus. And that comes I from have, from have Heather seen Morgan. that
0: on there. That looked interesting, but I've never watched the original movie. No, I I haven't either. I know it's I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I never watched the whole thing.
1: Yeah, uh, I I, w- I would pose a recommendation of doing Thundercats 2011. Okay, because it is one season, sadly. Hmm. Um, and as, you, uh, as
0: long as you can get a hold of it, oh, that's easy. So we can watch it. That's easy. Okay.
1: All right. So yeah. So we will. Take consideration any any uh, offers or any ideas people have that either posted on the Facebook or during the the uh, broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let us know, and we'll we'll definitely
0: mull over and think about it. Alrighty then. So, what do we have in normal news, or right. do we have anything in our normal? Oh, we news? have some normal news because I've not been able to keep up. I've not I've not tried to keep up with it this week like I normally do. It's all good.
1: All right, all right. So, in the news. Eh. what's up doc <laughs> all right so uh it's bugs Bunny's 80th anniversary warner brothers home entertainment invites you to celebrate the wacky wacky, wacky wackily's rabbit milestone hey, hey,
0: let me help you with that Waskily rabbit Waskily rabbit thank you wascally. it is elmer fudd speak
1: yeah waskily rabbit uh milestone uh milestone Anniversary release of B- uh, Bugs Bunny 8th anniversary collection, a gorgeous collection set, set featuring 80, 60 theatrical shorts on Blu-ray, plus a full, a full size Bugs Bunny glitter Bunko Pop available in stores. November 3rd. Okay. Uh, it's the 18th anniversary collection will include a digital copy of all 60 original theatrical shorts, a new documentary, and, 10 shorts from the Looney Tune Looney Tunes cartoons the new HBO Max series yeah. produced by Warner Brothers Animation and introducing letter from animation animation historian Jerry Burke the collection will uh, the price to own will be 79.99 and if you're Canadian that'll be 89.99 on Blu-ray uh, so yeah it'll come out a. yeah a November third, two thousand twenty. Okay. So if you're a fan of Bugs Bunny, hop on that. No pun intended. Right. Right. Okay. So this other this other little bit of announcement it recently came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you are a fan of Phineas and Ferb.
0: I am a fan of Phineas and Ferb. I need to finish Phineas and Ferb. Okay.
1: So Phineas and Ferb is getting another
0: film. I knew one was coming to Disney Plus.
1: Yes, and that would be Phineas and Ferb: Candace Against the Universe will yes. release on, on Disney Plus on August twenty
0: eighth, two thousand twenty. Nice. That's at the end of this month. Yeah, exactly. Now, one of the nice things about Phineas and Ferb is you kind of don't have to watch them in order. So, and I assume this is going to be the same way. Okay. So I will probably jump ahead and watch that. Okay. And we'll tell you what I think later. Okay.
1: So we'll probably get around eventually watching the things for movies.
0: The movies, yes. The only reason I don't want to do the TV show for our animated series thing is because, A, while I love the show, Mm -hmm. they have 80 episode long seasons. Jeez, that's like back in the 80s kind of thing. Well, I say it's 80. Uh, It's far longer than a normal television show would do, and on Disney+, Plus they include the... Um, like there's like, I'm in the middle of season two right now and, uh, they have an episode, they have an episode that's literally just a top 10 countdown of all the music from season one. Okay. Now, don't get are wrong. It's all great music because yeah. that's one of the cool things about this is all the music is even the, even the weakest stuff is kind of got a, a beat to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun, but at the same time, you don't really have, every one of these episodes is going to be kind of the same. Yeah. Because it's a simple premise. At the beginning of the episode, Phineas and Ferb decide they're going to build something. Where's Perry? Oh, he's over down in the uh, the Perry the Platypus. Yeah. He's talking to Major Monogram to find out what Dr. Doofenshmirtz is doing this week. Candace decides she's going to bust her brothers for building whatever strange monstrosity they're building this week. Somehow, by the end of the episode, whatever was going on with Perry the Platypus and Dr. Doofenshmirtz clears up whatever it is that Phineas and Ferb built before Candace can bust her brothers with it and what a that's that and while that sounds that formula sounds like it could be annoying right it works for the show to the point where they can actually play with that formula and do some very creative things with the simple story structure that they repeat over and over again but i don't know how well that would work for a review outside of the movies cuz you can okay. do the movies cuz they actually have more while they follow that kind of same deal they have more intense plot lines okay at awesome. least we've got you know Phineas and Ferb across the second dimension, mm-hmm. which is an original one, and then you've got this Candace against the universe, yeah, which is another which will be its own story. But then you also have Mission Marvel, mm-hmm. which includes Marvel Marvel Comics characters, mm-hmm. and yes, it does have a Marvel Universe number. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> but my favorite is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That is such a good one. <laughs>
1: well, we we'll definitely have we to get around have to, to do that the, eventually. De- we'll
0: eventually get around to it. The-
1: um, yeah, so yeah, that's basically what's in the news. And, um uh, I know for a lot of us who grew up watching Looney Tunes, uh,
0: that's going to be mm-hmm. a huge thing for some of us. I'm not going to jump on that, buying that because a, I've already got a bunch of Looney Tunes cartoons. And plus you can watch them all on Disney Mac, Disney Max, HBO Max, Disney Max, <laughs> Matt, you know, I, that's not go there. No, uh, <laughs> no, you can watch them all on there. Plus all the new ones, and plus uh, this is gonna sound weird, but Bugs Bunny is not my favorite Looney Tunes character. <gasps> oh, I like oh my him. Gosh. I like him. Do not get me wrong, but I think I, I'm more of a Daffy Duck guy. <laughs> oh, that makes sense, actually. <laughs> that totally makes sense. <laughs> anyway, all right. So
1: yeah, that is what's in the news. Uh, I, I do. This is not a plug. This is not a. We're not being sponsored by this at all. I just want to share that. Hey, uh, I just recently tried out the uh, Sprite Tropical Tropical Mix. It's really good. Uh, so give that a give that a taste. It's really good.
0: Just also, if the Coca Cola Company would like to sponsor us, please, exactly. please get in touch exactly. with us. Exactly, <laughs> because I am a big fan of your little red cans. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I'll get into my my Tourette's and Mountain Dew story yes. at some point. That's that's a really interesting story. And so, if Mountain Dew you want to do a sponsor, it'd be great. <laughs>
0: Either way. If anyone would like to sponsor us, that would be great. Uh, Oh, speaking of. So, uh, now that we're done with the news. We Mm -hmm. are done with the news, correct? Yes. Okay. Let's get into our spoiler-free section, as if nobody's ever not watched this movie, of Toy Story. All right. So... For a for the very,
1: very, very, very few, unless you are a very small infant or someone who has never watched television in
0: their life. The toys alive. are alive. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the entire premise of this movie. The so, toys are alive.
1: <laughs> so yeah, if if you do not want to be any way spoiled in this film, if you haven't seen it yet. I know that's kind of a kind of like a duh, everyone's watched this yes film, But if you haven't watched it,
0: well, we're not to the spoiler-filled section. Yes, I know. We're still in the spoiler-free. So, uh, I... Either way. Okay, so, when did you first watch this movie? Oh. Because I think always think this kind of a topic is interesting. That right? is interesting. Because it kind of gives the context of your initial viewing. It is. Because I know we've both watched this movie yeah, I, before this. Yes. Uh, I believe... Ooh. I want to say I saw it
1: in theaters. Uh, this was 1995. I believe that's correct. Yes, nineteen ninety five. And um Oh wow. Um I remember being very very impressed with this film because they're against the first full length um computer animated movie. Computer animated movie ever. Which is ever, yes. Ever. Me like there there were obviously you use um the movie Jason the Argonauts. That was like the first kind of animated be like, yeah, computer generated things, and you have you there go was a lot Google. of
0: Disney stuff because of the beginning of the cap system, yeah. And some of the things they went, I think, what did we eventually figure out? Was it Great Mouse Detective, or was it something like right before that? That you it was right before kinda it kind of felt like it was the first one, yeah. It but was with a moment in it, yeah.
1: The I think the first one actually was, um, the the Black Cauldron. That
0: would make sense. Yeah, the Black Cauldron did ha- use some CGI, very but, early CGI. But, this being Pixar, I have a bit of Pixar trivia. Okay. That may have a connection to this back wall here. Uh, oh, so, <laughs> eh, yes, not Stitch. Oh. Uh, do you know what movie Pixar made their first uh, computer-generated effect for? That was full screen. Oh, I'll be honest. Wait a this minute. Is, it took, uh, it was, it's an entire segment of a movie.
1: Oh. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan.
0: Exactly. That was actually done on the Pixar computer uh-huh. that the company is named after mm-hmm. back when Pixar was still owned by Industrial Light in and Magic. Magic, which was George Lucas. Exactly. So everything kind of curls back in on itself. So. Yeah, a, a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, the the Genesis effect demonstration video that mm-hmm. was used during uh, star trek 2 the wrath of context playing what the genesis torpedo actually did yeah uh that was created by pixar and strain and and what's really interesting about it is all after all this time the effect even though is old and far less quality than even this movie oh yeah in terms of uh the it still kinda sorta holds up. It does actually. In a strange way. Now a part of that is because it's a demonstration video. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to have been a lot of money sunk into to look like a blockbuster motion picture. This demonstration video is meant to be a project demonstration video to get to get Starfleet interested in yeah. and, uh investing in their project. Mm-hmm. Which is why it works. It's like it this looks like something that would be Created for something like this. Mm-hmm. That's why it works in this. But it's still, that is the first thing Pixar ever made for a major motion picture. Yeah, that I remember, uh, I think it was, because
1: I, I love the Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. Star Trek 2. It's a great movie. Great movie. Not my uh,
0: favorite, but it's a great movie.
1: Yeah. Um, it does deserve its place. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, from the, from the cinematic buff I am, be mm-hmm. like, Star Trek 2 is the Star Trek film. Yes. To me. Now we may have different opinions on that, probably do, but
0: everyone's allowed.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're all allowed allowed to have you know opinions. Um, Six is
0: my favorite. Okay,
1: six is really good.
0: Yeah, Um, it's closer to the Star Trek feel, in my
1: opinion. But that's beside uh, the point. I got you. I got you. So either way, be like going back to Toy Story. Yes. Okay. So Toy Story, when I first watched this, when I was, heck, I I was like a very young teenager. Mm-hmm. in 2000 1995 actually. Um I remember being odd and me like oh my gosh they look like toys. They yeah. like they're they're walking talking mm-hmm. feeling toys. Yeah. And it, I was the I toys was Toys look good anyway. Yeah, the toys look good either way, but <laughs> other things not so much. We, we may have, we yeah. have some interesting thoughts coming up yes. on that, but yeah. they're understandable thoughts. Yes, they are. Um so I really enjoyed the movie when it, when it first came out. And I still do. Uh, it's one of those films I, I try to watch each and every year because mm-hmm. it's 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 a um, it's a milestone in yeah. animation, mm-hmm. milestone in CGI when it comes to. And so if we
0: never got. Toy Story. You, we wouldn't get so many other good things that no, Pixar we wouldn't. has given us. Yeah, Pixar Pix, or anybody. There is a reason why, even if it's a movie I know I'm not a big fan of, like the Cars franchise. Yeah. I still want to see the movie because it's Pixar. Right. Pixar's, even, even Pixar's weakest stuff is good. Right. In strange ways. Good deal. Yeah. So, so uh, my introduction to Toy Story... I did not get a chance to watch it in theaters when it first came out. Mm -hmm. I watched it on VHS tape Mm. uh, on a little 32-inch CRT television. So not exactly mind-blowing, but it was the big TV in the house. I also got a chance to watch it again on a bus on the way to Houston to go to NASA with the fifth grade class for a field trip. Ah. And... Someone had brought their VHS of that and we watched that on there. As a kid, believe it or not, that was more interesting for me than and I was glad I was not on the bus that was showing all John Wayne films. Keep in mind, I was ten, and I didn't know any better. Right. But uh That was the detention bus, by the way. Oh wow. <laughs> that, was, oh. that was the one the principal rode on. And oh, if you okay. got in trouble, that's the bus you got to ride on. Ouch. <laughs> And honestly, now that I have a better opinion of John Wayne films, I pro- that's not that bad a thing. Mm. But anyway, uh, so I I watched it there, and then after that second viewing, mm-hmm. I probably didn't watch Toy Story for another ten years. No, not because I didn't like the movie. It's just because I was at that weird age where I felt that I was too grown up to watch cartoons. Yeah. I had not realized there is no age limit to cartoons yet. No, there's not. But in my mind, oh, I need to be more grown up. I'll watch more live action things such as Power Rangers. That's better, right? Right. Horror right. <laughs> <Four> time. <laughs> the strange mind of a fifth grader. Yeah, that's true. Well, we were all strange in fifth grade. Yes. So, um, while I would end up watching the other Pixar ones as they came out, Mm-hmm. And I think all the the next three Pixar movies that came out, I actually did get to see all of them in theaters. Oh, okay. This was the only one from that early time that I did not watch in theaters, just because it didn't work out that way. Okay. But uh, I remember enjoying it. I remember being blown away by what I was seeing because, holy crap, they're 3D. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That was a big thing back then. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I do remember they brought it. They brought it into 3D at one point, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that, that was my third viewing. Was the uh, 3D oh, w- double feature with that and Toy Story 2. Wow. The first time I'd ever done a double feature happened to be showing at AMC, or what's now at the AMC in Tyler. Yeah. And I don't know how I had that much free time during the day. <laughs> Hey, must, I'm, I'm gonna make time to watch, it watch must, the movie. It to the had theaters. to have been on a Saturday and yeah. it had to have been when my parents were on vacation somewhere and I was yeah. home. That's the only way I could come up with how I had time to go do this. Right. But man, maybe or maybe this was after. let's see. I don't remember when this that came out in three D, but mm. it was probably while I was working for Wally uh, initially. But that was the third time I saw it and I remember thinking, This is better than I remember it being. Okay. At that time, and then I didn't watch it for another couple years. Once again, not because it's a bad movie, just because it didn't come up again. Yeah. And I don't have this yearly watching thing that you've got. (laughs) I like variety, right? (laughs) But uh, I did see Toy Story two when it came out. I did see Toy Story three when it came out, Mm. and this last year I saw Toy Story four when it came out. Yeah. Go and go back and uh, go listen to our reaction view of that. But I skipped. We didn't do a. Reaction. I thought we did. I brought it up in what I was watching, but that was before we came up with the reaction concept.
1: That's right. Never mind.
0: Yes. Which we did, started with The Lion King. Live action. Yeah. Live action. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, it's not, Toy Story is not something I have nostalgia for. It's what I'm trying to get at. Oh, okay. Uh, I have nostalgia for many of the toys and many of the actors who I have seen in other things. True. But, for this story, I remember it but I don't remember remember it. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. It's not a story etched in my mind. Yeah. But I still enjoy the movie. Uh if for some reason you've made it to 2020 and you're of you're at least 10 years old <laughs> and you've not watched Toy Story, yeah. Go watch Toy Story. It yeah. is a good movie. It is a good movie. Be aware that this was Early, early CG. There are things that we would not let stand in modern movies oh, that are in this movie, yes, because of the time period it came out. Yeah. So there again, we have to put it in context. You, you have, have to put it in context. It is a, a 1995 computer-generated movie. Yes, and you have to remember one of the reasons they chose Toy Story as their first one was because 3D graphics look like plastic models. So why don't we have characters who are actually plastic? True. Well, mostly plastic. Mostly. <laughs> yeah. There is still Andy and Sid. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Hannah. Hannah. Mhm. And, and the dog. Scud, and Scud. More on Scud in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my thoughts on that's really my spoiler-free thoughts. Is like if you are if you want to know whether or not you want to need to watch this movie, and you are an animation nerd like we are, or, yeah. w- or, or wanting to be an animation nerd, go watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it is it's, it's a, it's a it classic. Is, it's a titan of you know
1: an, animation.
0: Yes, nostalgia. This, this is one of those milestone points mm. in movie history. This movie is not be not for no other reason other than it was the first computer generated feature length film. It True. is just as important as Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm -hmm. A movie I hate. (coughs) Mm. I would not disagree with you on that. (laughs) Now granted But it's also a product of its time. Both of those are. That that is so true. So that's why I still suggest watching it. And go into it with an open mind. Be aware of the limitations of the art form. At this time. Yes. It is still a good movie. Yeah. So for the clarification,
1: saying that Oh my gosh, you will be like whenever we go in and do to, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, we're going to bash it.
0: We're not going to bash it. No, we're not going to bash we, it. Like all we do for all movies, we will find three likes and three dislikes. We'll yes. do our best to find both those. Yes. And we will be as objective as possible. Now, I will say it has been a long, 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 long time yeah. since I've watched Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Right. And I remember not liking it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just be like, yes. The
1: movie, I'd be like, it's a fantastic uh, achievement in animation, and it, it's it's a gem when it comes to animation in general. The it won so many Academy Awards. i mean, mm-hmm. funny,
0: much but like the, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah,
1: so that's what I was referring to. Yes. So, so it won one
0: big Oscar and. S- Six and seven, little yes, Oscars. it did. It it's did. It's the only yeah. time they
1: ever yeah. did that. Go, go if, you, if you want to know more about that, be like, we'll go look, that up. That's interesting. go look it up. It's very interesting. It's Walt Disney holding that and like several others. But yeah. yes, we will eventually get around to watching this classic eventually.
2: Yes,
0: so yeah, that is our spoiler free portion section, section of our review of this movie. So, uh, if for some reason you do want to be spoiled or for some reason you haven't watched this movie and you're fine with being spoiled join and or you've seen the movie and want to hear our thoughts on it join us on the other side of our intermission to find out our spoiler-filled thoughts on this movie Mm -hmm. Cartoons The Animated Frontier These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast Its continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods to boldly go where so few ever go again. And now, starting this August, a new adventure from the Cellcast podcast, The Cellcast, the animated series. Throughout the month of August, Jacob and Drew will review the animated series Star Trek Lower Decks as it releases on CBS All Access. Join us, because Resistance is futile. The Cellcast, the animated series. Every Tuesday on your favorite podcast catcher. New show, same RSS feed. The following is a spoiler filled review for the movie. Toy Story. Listener discretion is advised. Toy Story was written and directed by John Lasseter, who also wrote and directed A Bug's Life and Cars. It was also written by Pete Docter, who wrote Up, Inside Out, and Monsters Incorporated, Andrew Stanton, who did Wall-E and Finding Nemo, John Ranft, who did Oliver and Company, the Lion King, and Beauty and the Beast. The screenplay was written by Joss Whedon, who also wrote and directed Marvel's The Avengers, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog, and created Firefly, Andrew Stanton, who did uh, Finding Dory and John Carter, and Joel Cohen and Alec Sokolow, who did, and I'm not kidding here, Garfield, Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, And Evan Almighty. Wow. Those are the weird ones in this group. Okay. Music was done by Randy Newman, who, along with being a very popular uh, musician, also wrote the music to James and the Giant Peach, Monsters Incorporated, Mm -hmm. Seabiscuit, and he wrote the theme song to the television series Monk.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And for those of you who are aware of the Raw Quiz Show... You might want to note that this movie was also produced by, uh, or partially produced by, Steve Jobs of Apple. That's right. Yeah, because he, he he owned part of the company at this point. Yeah, that's right. So that makes things a little more interesting. So for those of you, so if any of the contestants, I just gave you the answer to my question this week. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yes. Cast includes. Tom Hanks as Woody Pride. He also played Sheriff Woody Pride. Sheriff Woody Pride. Yes, he also played Captain Miller in Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump, and Chuck Noland in Castaway. Yeah, and a slew of other amazing roles. Right, but those are the the big ones I I, I saw. And actually, I love all those movies. Mm. I, I do. I do want to mention. I did forget one thing. I did
1: watch The Circle, which has Tom Hanks in it. Ah, cool. Go ahead.
0: All right. Tim Allen arr, plays arr, arr. Buzz Lightyear. He is most famous for playing Tim the Toolman Man Taylor arr, 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 arr. <laughs> on Home Improvement. He also played the character of Jason Nesmith, the actor who played Peter Quincy Taggart in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> and he also played the character Scott Calvin in The Santa Claus.
1: Yes. Amazing movies. Mm-hmm. Well, one and two are good. The third was meh.
0: Yeah. I would agree with that, actually. Uh, Don Rickles plays Mr. Potato Head. In the movie Kelly's Heroes, he played a character by the name of Crap Game. Okay. And in the movie Casino, he played Billy Sherbert. Oh, okay. I don't know any of these roles. I'm sorry. I looked through... I knew, I knew the name Don Rickles. hmm But for whatever reason, when I looked through his IMDb, I did not recognize a thing besides Toy Story. hmm Which is so sad, (laughs) for me anyway. Uh, Jim Varney plays Slinky Dog. He is most well known for playing Ernest P. Worrell in the Ernest movies and the commercials that preceded them. Because he actually played that character for a bunch of commercials for like Dr. Pepper, I think, and Mountain Dew and a bunch of these other ones. yeah, that's right. That's where he created the character from that those movies are based on.
1: Didn't know that.
0: Yeah, I, I... Honestly, I thought the uh that's the where Ernest the, character that's where like both, came from the movies and he just right. spun off no, to the commercials. No, no, the commercials came first, but and that's and the characters of Ernest and uh Vern Really? Came from that. Because Vern wow. was Vern was the camera wow. during those commercials. Okay. But that's what he is most known for. Fascinating. He also would go on to play the character of Cookie in Atlantis the Lost Empire. That's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Wallace Shawn plays Rex. Mm-hmm. He played Gilbert Huff in The Incredibles. He played Vicini in The Princess Bride, and for all oh, my other, yeah, and for all my other Trekkies out there, he played Grand Nagus Zek of the Ferengi Alliance in Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Mm. And I am counting him as the first Kingdom Hearts reference for this movie, because only him and the next person on here. Uh, Uh, John Ratzenberger are the only two One of the actors That's Who went on to be in Kingdom Are the only two voice actors In Kingdom Hearts 3 from Toy Story That's right Everyone else was somebody else Okay So a very
1: interesting fact about Rex Speaking of Rex Rex uh, I I learned this just recently uh, From the YouTube channel called Toy Galaxy by Oh I'm forgetting his name real fast But uh, Dan Larson Dan Larson He's a toy collector and so he was doing a episode on Dino Riders. The series came out in right. the, the mid eighties. And so apparently, if you remember watching the movie, Rex does make a mention that be like, "Oh yeah, my my, I'm originally from Hasbro, but be like, but my model Mattel, Mattel. He's yes. his, his like his uh, be like he was made by Mattel, but he's actually based off a Tonka toy, something like that. Yeah, yeah. the Tonka toy.
0: Oh, no, he said he was." He's from Mattel, but actually he was from a small Taiwanese company that got bought out by Mattel. Yeah. (laughs) Hint Tonka.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And his the actual design of Rex is based after the T-Rex from Dino Riders. Huh, cool. So if you're interested in Dino Riders go check it out it's all actually right. a really really good show for it only had one season it was probably i think it was like 13 episodes mm-hmm. and it's definitely a 80s show
0: so go check it out all right so as i mentioned earlier john ratzenberger is in is here as ham he is most well known for playing cliff clavin in the television series cheers yes cheers and he has also been in every single Pixar movie that has been released uh-huh. since Toy Story as he is considered Pixar's lucky charm. That is true. Which means the first movie made after his death will tank. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry, that's just my, the first yes. thought that comes in my mind. Go to Morbid, man, come on. <laughs> but also he did reprise his role as Ham in Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. Annie Potts plays Bo Peep. She is probably most well-known for playing Janine Melnitz in Ghostbusters. Bam! I didn't realize that. Oh, my gosh. She also played uh, Sarynx the Muse in Hercules.
1: I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. But my, my animation mind is blown.
0: Yeah. John Morris played Andy. And his reprisal of the role of Andy all the way up to Toy Story 4 and any of the other appearances where Andy has shown up make up the entirety of his IMDB page. This Andy is the only thing he's ever done. Wow. But the fact that they got him for uh, all the Toy Story movies, even after he was, well, he aged with the character, essentially, Mm. which is kind of a cool thing. Because that's the kind of character you half expect to be voiced by different people as it goes on, but he's not. But that's also the only thing he ever did. Uh, Eric Van Detten plays Sid. He played the character of Flint in Tarzan and the character of Lawson in the television series Recess. Mm. And much like his character here, Sid, he Lawson was the bully on that show. Mm. So, you know, a recurring theme. A recurring theme in his roles. I don't remember who uh, Flint is in Tarzan, but hmm. I've only seen Tarzan one time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Lori Metcalf plays Andy's mom, Mrs. Davis. Okay. So apparently, Andy's last name is Davis. Davis. Uh, she played Debbie Salt in Scream 2. Ah,
1: okay. Interesting.
0: R. Lee Ermey plays Sargent. Mm-hmm. He is most well-known probably for playing Gunnery Sergeant Gartman in Full Metal Jacket. Mm -hmm. But I mostly know him from his History Channel show he had back in the early 2000s called Mail Call. Uh Uh-huh. I enjoyed that. Mail Call was a great show.
1: Yeah, back when History Channel was actually a history channel.
0: Yes. Before they was all aliens and pawn shops. Yeah. Pretty much. That's all it is now. Yeah. Well, apparently Uh, they're no longer pawn shops because someone, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We know. <laughs> uh, Sarah Freeman plays Hannah, you know, Andy's younger sister. Yeah. She would go on to play, or I don't I don't know exactly where this times out, but she played the character of young Kaylee in Quest for Camelot, and that's pretty much her entire thing.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. That wasn't a really good film. It had some really good songs that got turned into some really good pop songs. Yes, but I if this is the one I'm thinking of is not that good. Oh, that's what I'm referring to. The movie was not that good. Yeah, I remember seeing the 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 previews of this thing. This is the and one. I was the, like, oh, this sounds like a really good movie. So I finally watched it. This is the this one is with the two-headed.
0: This is the one with the two-headed dragon, yes. right? Yes, <laughs> that's what I thought.
1: We, we will have to review this movie at some just point just to get it out of our system. Yes.
0: Last and most certainly not least, Gillette of Penn and Teller. Oh, was the TV announcer for the Buzz Lightyear commercial.
1: That makes sense now.
0: Yeah. It sounds like him. <laughs> it does sound like him. All right. So that is the cast and crew. What have we got in box office and info and stuff?
1: All right. So let me give this stuff. All right. So
0: on IMDB,
1: it has a score of eight point eight point three out of 10, which is really good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. On Rotten Tomatoes, a 100% score. Right. And out of its audience score is 92%. I'm surprised it yeah. dips that much. Yeah, because you think the fans would be like amazed
0: about it. the fans. the The critics would be more like, "Well, Mer. I have a theory." Okay, most likely the critic reviews are primarily from when the movie came out, right? Or a couple of people who have nos- uh, nostalgia glasses on while they're watching it, mm-hmm. they're writing reviews on. Whereas a large portion of maybe the uh, audience score, yeah. Or people who aren't watching the movie in the context it deserves to be watched in. True. That's my theory. I have no idea. Okay. So, obviously,
1: it was produced by, and I'll see if I can get this right the first time, <laughs> Walt Disney Pictures mm-hmm. and Pixar Animation Studios. It's distributed by Bronavista Vista Pictures Distribu- Distribution. 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 Thank you. I'm getting tongue tied here. That's a hard word. Yes, it is our words enough. All right. So it was released originally on November 19th,
0: 1995. So I'm on the El Capitan Theater. I must have saw it in 96 then. Oh, okay. Because I saw it on home video first time. Ah,
1: okay. So it was released officially in the United States on November 22nd, 1995. So I'm going to box office and budget. So its estimated budget was 30 million dollars. All right, so it's opening weekend. Wow. <laughs> 29.1 million dollars.
0: None of that surprises me.
1: No, I'm not. I'd be like that's <laughs> that's not surprising be like okay, we're this short. I'm not surprised people oh it bombed because it did it it was
0: this close to making its budget had to fail. But at the same time, do you realize how expensive this movie was to make in 1995? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That um, is still amazing, all things considered. Yes. And there some, is a reason Disney went on to allow them to do A Bug's Life. Yeah. And it'd be like, this is just the
1: opening weekend. Yes. So we go into the U.S. gross, which was $222.4 million. And then we get into the world, the the, uh, uh, worldwide, the worldwide gross. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was the accumulation of four hundred and four point two million dollars.
0: Yeah, this movie made all of its money. Oh, it
1: it, it made so much cheddar, be like you're swimming in it.
0: There's a reason why Ratatouille came many years after this. It was following the cheese. Yeah, exactly. That's a bad joke. (laughs) I'm so sorry, people. At least it was one of the Swiss. So, going into the summary of this movie... In a world where toys are living things, but pretend to be lifeless when humans are present, a group of toys owned by a boy named Andy Davis are caught off guard when Andy's birthday party is moved up a week, as his family, including his mother and infant sister Molly, are preparing to move the following week. And that is as far as I'm taking that voice. Wow, okay, okay, (laughs) movie, movie voice guy. That was really good. I can't keep a straight face anymore. Andy's toys, including Bo Peep the Shepherdess, Mr. Potato Head, Rex the Dinosaur, Ham the Piggy Bank, and Slinky Dog, fear that they will be replaced by new toys from the birthday. Sheriff Woody, the toys' leader and Andy's favorite toy, sends out army men led by Sergeant to spy on the party and report the gift results to the others via, well, this says walkie talkies, but let's face it, baby monitors.
1: Yeah, baby monitors. The toys are
0: relieved when the party appears to end with none of them being replaced by new toys. But then Andy receives a surprise gift, a Buzz Lightyear action figure who thinks that he is a real space ranger. Buzz impresses the other toys with his various features, and Andy begins to favor him, making Woody feel outcast, compared to the newer, sleeker, more advanced Buzz. As Andy prepares for a family outing at a restaurant called Pizza Planet, the first time that ever showed up in a Pixar movie, Mm-hmm. his mother allows him to bring one toy fearing that andy will choose buzz woody attempts to trap him behind a desk but ends up accidentally knocking him out a window the other toys except bo peep and slinky rebel against woody condemning him for stranding buzz out of jealousy before they can exact revenge andy takes woody and leaves for pizza planet when the family uh, least pizza planet when the family stops for gas at a Dynaco uh, gas station mm-hmm. another pixar staple Uh, Woody finds that Buzz has hitched a ride on their minivan. A fight breaks out, which causes the two to fall out of the minivan, and the family leaves without them. They manage to make their way to the restaurant by stowing away on a Pizza Planet delivery truck. Buzz, still thinking that he is a real space ranger, despite Woody's attempts to convince him otherwise, gets them stuck in a crane game full of alien toys, where they are salvaged by Andy's toy-abusing neighbor, Sid Phillips. While Woody attempts to escape from Sid's house, Buzz, finally realizing that he is a toy after watching a Buzz Lightyear action figure TV ad and trying but failing to fly out a window, sinks into uh, depression. Sid plans to launch Buzz on a fireworks rocket, but his plans are delayed by a thunderstorm. Woody tells Buzz about the joy he can bring to Andy as a toy, restoring his confidence. The next morning... Woody and Sid's mutant creature toys rescue Buzz just as Sid is about to launch the rocket and scare Sid into no longer abusing toys. Woody and Buzz leave just as Andy and his family drive away for, toward their new home. The duo try to make it to the moving truck, but Sid's dog, Scud, sees them and gives chase. Buzz ends up stranded while Woody, while saving Woody from Scud, and Woody tries rescuing him with, a, with RC, a radio-controlled car thinking that Woody is trying to get rid of R.C. as well, the other toys toss him off the truck. Having evaded Scud, Buzz and R.C. retrieve Woody as they, as they continue to go after the truck. Upon seeing Woody and Buzz together on R.C., the other toys realize their mistake and try to help them get back aboard, but R.C.'s batteries become depleted, stranding them. Buzz realizes that Sid's rocket is still strapped to his back, and they ignite it, hurling them towards the truck. Woody manages to throw R.C. back into the truck before they soar into the air, and Buzz opens his wings to free himself from the rocket before it explodes. Gliding with Woody to land safely into a box in the van right next to Andy, who thinks they're in the car all along. Later, on Christmas Day, at their new house, Woody and Buzz stage another reconnaissance mission to prepare for the new toy arrivals. One of the toys is Mrs. Potato Head, much to Mr. Potato Head's delight. As Woody jokingly asks what could be worse than Buzz, they discover Andy's new gift is a puppy, and the two share a worried smile.
1: Oh Oh boy, a puppy! What?
0: (laughs) That is probably the best part of this movie. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. That was that was which sounds bad, but it's not. No. Uh, my first like on this. This is the first computer animated feature length (laughs) film. True. We have to touch on that first before we get out. I mean, we've already touched on it so much already. Yeah. But you got to realize this was one of the toughest movies I think Pixar ever made. Yeah. Not because of uh, complexity of story, right. but it was, A, their first movie, period. Yeah. B, it was the first time computer animation had been done. And see, do you know how long render times took back then?
1: Oh, yeah. Days.
0: Days Per days. frame. Mm-hmm. This movie took five years to make. Uh-huh. That's the amazing part of this. This, it is a wonder this movie got made in the first place. Mm-hmm. The uh, interesting note, the computers that this movie was made on were made by Silicon Graphics, who would go on to help Nintendo create the Nintendo 64. Really? And that and it is Silicon Graphics who made the 3D models that were digitized into the sprites for Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> Mario. So yeah, I know some more video game trivia. Yes. Who's who surprised there? Um, yeah, nobody. Nobody. Uh, this movie is amazing for, for the time it came out. Oh, yeah, Everything absolutely. they went through... It doesn't have the more interesting story that will definitely come up when we review Toy Story, story Two. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a whole other. That's, that's an interesting one. Can of you know? L- look digibytes. look up what happened during the making of Toy Story Two yeah. to their server. Oh yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, but we'll get to that when we the get to it. it. <laughs> Another shout out to our other show. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'll, I'm to this day I'm still amazed this movie got made. Uh, this is also a strange one for for a Disney uh, ha, ha, uh, part, partial production from this time, as it's not actually a musical. There are four songs yeah. that do play throughout the movie, right? but I don't really consider four songs that happen to have scenes set to them a musical.
1: Yeah, and plus I think like, this is in the middle of the, the Renaissance era.
0: Yeah, this is when uh, you had Lion King, Pocahontas... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, The Hunchback of Notre, Notre Dame, of uh, what else came around around this time that, I, that's, that I'm forgetting? Uh, tar- this is pre. Yeah. Li, this is pre Tarzan. Yeah, pre Tarzan was I think 99. Yeah, t- yeah. Tar- um,
1: that would have been Mulan. Mulan would have been. Around, Mulan would
0: have been around this time. Yeah,
1: because this would have been between Lion King, which was 1994, I think. Yeah, 94. And then Mulan was 97. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I know there's a movie in between there. I just can't remember it. You know, be, you know this it's it's bad that we're, we're we we can't think of the exact timeline. Well, of, we're, of, we're moving.
0: We're, we're animation nerds, not Disney nerds. That's the difference. <laughs> well, okay, true. You are more of one than I am. Yeah. Well, well, I know, I know. You know, quote unquote. There's someone
1: in the chat He's a bigger Disney nerd than I am.
0: Well, there you go. It,
1: Heather, Heather. Yeah. What movie are
0: we forgetting, Heather? Yeah, yeah. Give us help, Heather. Uh, I'm just going to Google this right quick while we're still talking. Yes. Uh, if it'll go. Um, that's really weird that it considers James and the Giant Peach a Disney movie. Yeah, Mulan, uh, according and to And technically,
1: Anastasia now is too. Wow. Okay, <laughs> yes, I agree with
0: you, yes. Uh, but that's not the ones I'm looking for. Yeah,
1: Heather said Mulan was 1998.
0: Right. So we're, uh, we're, we're getting in the ballpark. We're getting in the ballpark, yes. This would have been between uh i forgot there was another live-action jungle book movie that disney produced <laughs> i forgot about this okay but the <laughs> move the animated one before this directly before this was lion king mm-hmm. and the animated one directly after this was Pocahontas okay and then immediately after that a goofy movie okay got it okay. like the same year and then hunchback was 96. okay that gives you an idea as to where all that's at
1: yeah, so it's slap-dab
0: in the middle of Slap-dab in the middle of the big part of the renaissance. Yeah. And this is, I think, what I would consider the peak. Not because it's better or worse than any of the others, but this is the point where I think Disney could not do any better than this. Not because I think this movie's better than the others, yeah. but because of how tough, and how amazing, and how historically... uh. Important. This movie is. Yeah, agreed. this movie. As much as I love Lion King, which I do love it, I think more than pretty much every other movie yeah. I listed right there, uh, except for a goofy movie because I love a goofy movie too. Hmm. Um, this is the most historically important movie that came out from Disney at this time. Yeah, let's be honest.
1: Yeah. All right. So my number one would be. It would definitely be the the uh, the collision between buzz and woody mm-hmm. the the fact that you have woody it'd be like he's the the andy's favorite toy and now andy's new favorite toy buzz has come into the picture mm-hmm. you have this conflict of interest yes and it's it's that amazing point where be like the the road trip they go on to and the bonding they get into mm-hmm. the the fact that would it be like buzz thinks he's a, does, <laughs> doesn't think he's a toy and it's—I'll uh, get into that later, but it's—it's yeah. it's that that bonding is—it's it's a road trip for these two. It's—it's it's a road trip movie in a lot of ways, of uh, these two characters coming together with um, Woody's complete animosity and hatred towards Buzz. To the very end, they're like brothers, mm-hmm. like brothers thick and thin. Throughout, well, it's, its that amazing journey of you know becoming uh, unified in you
0: know their. Mm-hmm. Their 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 owners love for both of them. Yes. Do you know the original story idea they were going to do for this movie that nearly got them into trouble? I, I nearly wrote, destroyed uh, the movie before it even came out. It's been a while since I've seen those parts. Woody was a uh, much darker character. That's he right. Actually. Yeah. Where in this case, he was just trying to trap Buzz behind the desk. Yeah. In the original one, he was trying to kill Buzz. Yeah, that's right. He, he was. In that version, he was a ventriloquist dummy. That's right. Yeah. In that version. And he was, it was so important for him to be Andy's favorite toy that's that right. uh, he became the, the, the movie's villain. That's he right. He actually was the movie's villain. Yeah, that's right. In the original version. That's right. Yeah. And, but the fact that they looked at it, realized this was not working, uh-uh. and made and shifted Woody from being really the antagonist of the story to being the dual protagonist with Buzz, yeah. I think was the smartest move they ever could make
1: Yeah, that's, that's, with this movie. Yeah, it's very similar to when, uh, when they were developing Frozen, because yeah. originally Elsa was supposed to be the
0: villain. She's the villain in the book. Yeah, well, she's it's not... The, char- the character's name wasn't Elsa, but... No, but... The, she was the, the, the Snow Queen, and the Snow Queen was the villain in the book. Yeah, because she... I
1: mean, like, if you go back and go watch the documentary of the making of Frozen, go watch that. It's a really good documentary. Um, ever since you don't get it on the Blu-ray,
0: which is why. Yeah. I'm not happy with the Blu-ray on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the... Oh my word.
1: Just the, because they originally had Elsa be like, she became
0: evil and then just went full on villain. Yeah. And then just like like, we said in that review, her that let it go was her villain song. Yes, it was. Even though it's not a villain. It is a villain song, but it was, it's, she's not a villain. So
1: no, she's not, but back to toy story. Yeah. Back to Toy story. Be like, it's, 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 it's in that same, um, same linear idea that you have, one of your main characters who started off more as a villain, that mm-hmm. became a good
0: character, became like. But I mean, honestly, as a character, it makes sense that someone who has had such a place of importance realizing he's main, he there may be someone almost more important than he is. Exactly, and, and how he deals with the yeah. jealousy mm-hmm. of that—that's a very believable issue that I think we all understand before he was just an evil guy yeah but making him like he still does the thing that gets him into trouble that's nine tenths of how the story works yeah that's how your plot goes but the intention behind it I mean you can tell when it first happens it goes far more his way than he intended it to go Mm -hmm. you can almost see like well that worked out better than I expected but I don't want him gone yeah (laughs) I just want him out of the way. I just want him out of the way. I want him to be hidden in the closet and maybe to kind of sort of forget about him but still be a valued member of the thing because right now he's just annoyed. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. All right, very cool. So
1: a really quick plug. Uh, if you want to go hear our review, this is our first episode we
0: did. Yes. Uh, go listen to our first way episode. back in episode one.
1: Yeah, go listen to our first review and go check it out. And so that, that's a plug for our first episode.
0: Yes. The All episode right. that doesn't need a plug because no. it's one of our more most downloaded.
1: <laughs> hey, surprise,
0: surprise. We could get more downloads. I am okay. never against more downloads. All right, so what is your number two? My number two. Uh, when I was first thinking through this movie before I watched it, mm-hmm. I had a feeling that one of my dislikes mm-hmm. was going to be how quickly Buzz turns around. Yeah. But in watching this movie, I realized it is not a quick turnaround. No, it's not. He... Really, from, I think, his quote-unquote flight, Mm -hmm. I think he's starting to realize there's more to this toy thing that I'm giving credence to, even though that's not what I think. Mm -hmm. Because why on earth otherwise would he freeze when Andy walks in the room? Yeah. If he's a space ranger, then the only other reason I can think of would be maybe he's trying to camouflage himself or something, but the fact that he freezes almost instinctually. Yeah. And the fact that he almost has almost no control over it, like everybody else does. Yeah. Have, uh, makes me think, okay, yeah, he's, he's thinking maybe he's a toy and he's actually fighting this idea because there's no way he thinks that can be correct. Yeah. He's fighting that throughout the whole movie and he sees so much evidence prior to the Buzz Lightyear commercial Mm -hmm. that it's planted that seed and watered that seed in his mind that maybe he's not who he thinks he is Yeah, throughout the entire movie. And the minute he sees that Buzz Lightyear commercial, you can see it drop is, is his, See, you can see his belief in himself just drop like a stone when he yeah. realizes he really knows so little about who he really is. Yeah, and that's why when he goes and looks out that window after he saw the words not a flying toy, yeah, he has to try because if there's any chance, yeah, that he really is who he thinks he is, mm-hmm. he should be able to fly right out that window. Yeah. And he can't. And that's why he goes into such, such a funk. Oh yeah. Between, uh, but after that, and when Andy finally gives him that talking, that, that, uh, that pep talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buzz. Yeah. But when, when Woody gives Buzz that pep talk mm-hmm. about why being a toy is so much better than just being a, a lousy old space ranger. Yeah. Uh, it gives him purpose again and that's why he makes that turnaround it's like you know i actually kind of enjoyed that bit with hannah and as mrs nesbitt with marie antoinette and her sister that's a funny joke it is it's a very funny joke i didn't get it until when i first watched it but it's a very funny joke right (laughs) uh and then um he remembers that time Andy spent playing with him and how he enjoyed that. So he realizes maybe I'm not who I was, but maybe this is what I'm supposed to be. And the only way I'm going to get back to that life I want is to help Woody. Yeah. And by pushing the Benford tools tool chest off of the milk lug, which that was a, (laughs) that was something I caught when I first watched this movie in 95 or 96 And I actually, it actually made me think, wait a minute, is Benford Tools a real tool company? (laughs) It's like, no. I mean, we've mentioned all these other real companies in this movie. Maybe this is another one. (laughs) I don't know. For all I know, Al's Toy Barn really exists somewhere, too. Well, also, Benford Tools... Is from Tool Time. I know. Yeah. I know it's the, I know why why it's there. It is a callback to Home Improvement. Yes. The entire reason it's there. Yes. At the same time, I'm, I, as a child, I'm telling you, I thought, wait, because I didn't, maybe did not recognize that was Tim Allen. Yeah. So I didn't get why that that was, that was an Easter egg. That makes sense. I was sitting there going, wait, Benford, Tools, that's from Home Improvement. Is that an, I, I always assumed that was fictional. I never considered that was a real tool company that helped produce this show. Yeah. I'm just old enough to understand that shows get partially produced by companies trying to promote themselves. Yes. But apparently it never occurred to me that there was actually a fake company and that was just an Easter egg that I wasn't supposed to read too much into. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, I love that Easter egg. Yes. That was but, a good Easter egg. But the that whole bit, just to get back to my point, the fact that Buzz's entire journey from space ranger to action figure as abrupt as it seems from the outset when oh, he yeah. finally gives in and is gung ho for it. I love how it's actually presented very subtly throughout the entire movie. Agreed. It is. That is one of the best things. And it's, that's the thing when you, see stuff like that it does make you wonder are we sure that most of these people had never made a movie before yeah (laughs) i'm guessing that was a joss whedon fix yeah you would think that has to be a joss whedon thing yeah oh gosh
1: (laughs) so my number two is exactly yours it's uh what, what i would call buzz delusion Mm -hmm. that he comes in he's a space ranger there's nothing else he's not a toy he's a space ranger and that's what he does and everything sets up to where he goes off the uh the uh oh what is that the rails goes off the goes off the rails be like the like everything happens where it's like oh i flew when he didn't fly or he got Mm -hmm. caught in the fan or something like that yeah all these great the, the it's great setup for it's like oh this is a cool setup but then it's more it's almost uh buzzes you know giving him into this idea of, oh i am a space ranger yeah and then you get this earth shattering come down to earth moment where he's in sid's house and sees the commercial mm-hmm. and he's being told over and over and over and over again that'd be
0: like you are a toy yes and, um, and he has a little stamp on his little door that says "Made in Taiwan."
1: Yeah, made in Taiwan, and be like it's 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 that great uh, s- thing, psychological break of yeah. a character, and it's it's so perfect to where be like he starts seeing all these different things, and start adding these things up into where he goes down to basically a an depression, and it starts like you know he's got his broken arm, he's whack, he's whacking his own head with it, mm-hmm. and that reminds me of another Disney movie called Bolt. And I love. I know you love that movie. Bolt. Bolt is a great movie. Not just because it has a dog in it.
0: That helps.
1: <laughs> that does help. Um. Yeah, John Travolta as love, a John love, as a dog. I, Bolt.
0: It's good. I know you love that movie far more than I do.
1: <laughs> so we will eventually get around to doing a review. That, of that'll that be one. an interesting one. actually. And so, so the parallel of Bolt is a super dog, and he's not supposed to know he's a uh, a TV dog. Mm-hmm. And so he is under the illusion, just like buzz that, Oh, I'm actually space Ranger. Oh, I'm actually a super dog. And so there's all these great setups to where bolt
0: thinks he's a super dog until be like the, uh, he thinks his human is getting kidnapped. kidnapped. He goes to try and save her. All of a sudden he can't do his super bark because of he pecking- never could do his super bark.
1: He get- and would be like the the this illusion of be like oh it's these 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 uh these pink fluffy things are packing peanuts and mm-hmm. he's he's so delusioned by that until he finally starts to see that uh mittens brings him into reality and it's the exact same thing until he has to say penny in the very end that be like oh be like she never loved me they replaced me and uh be like my life is meaningless until he hears penny Spoiler alert for, for uh, bolts if you haven't seen it, great movie. Go watch it. Uh, we will do a review over that at some point. And apparently we'll have different opinions on this film.
0: I didn't say I hated it. I'm no. saying
1: you love it more than I do. Yeah, exactly. We have different opinions. Which is great. It's always great to have different. It's different converse, a different point of view on mm-hmm. everything. Um, but I, I love that parallel. I love the parallel of the uh, the how broken a character can be and then how much uh, be like where that character goes from there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and like you have the the uh, with with Buzz and the fact that he like he starts to come around the idea that be like maybe it's be like it's better to be a toy than you know yeah. Space Ranger, and then we get a better follow up with that with Toy Story Two. Yes, and uh, I I love that idea of this the the character's growth into something that he thought he was and the realization to who he becomes ultimately he becomes a better character and he becomes more of a a fuller character Mm -hmm. and it's such a good character development for his character and i love that about
0: that part of the movie what is your number three my number three like for this movie all of the toy cameos do you realize as a little bit of fun that there's a troll doll in this movie Yes, there is. That is now owned legally by Dreamworks Animation. I didn't realize the that. The Troll's property now is legally owned completely by Dreamworks. Oh, wow. This predates Dreamworks of course existing. Yes. Or in Dreamworks Animation existing. Uh by a long shot. <laughs> yeah, by a couple of years. I think there's a couple there's a couple movies that came out maybe around this time but yeah, Dreamworks is, is, was nowhere near the juggernaut No, that was
1: that was when the uh, uh
0: but it Egypt is, and out. it is the original design of the troll yeah. doll. That was that was a popular time, but that's interestingly enough in this movie. Yeah. Um The fact that you've got both Mousetrap and uh, there was another game that's literally they took the artwork from the box and posted put it on a model. That is that accurate. Wow. Okay. Um You've course got Mr. Potato Head, which this was the first time I noticed you actually see the fake potato texture on his skin. Wow. Okay. <laughs> they were that detailed with yes. this. Now, admittedly, at this time, that was probably a 2D graphic on a 3D model to make it look like a texture of right. the potato. Not the actual. It's not modeled that way, probably, mm-hmm. because this is long before they had that much memory. Right. <laughs> to work with. True. True. Um, Heck, that's long before uh, the U.S. government probably had that much computer memory to work with. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm just guessing on yeah. that kind of thing. But um, the fact that they went to the trouble of licensing real toys yeah. for this using what looks like extremely accurate models to those toys yeah. as best as they could... Uh, and then we're able to make enough uh, fictional ones for the places where they need fictional characters, yeah. fictional toys, to make it actually feel like all of them are real. Oh, yeah. All of them feel like they're real. And now, admittedly, all of them now are real. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> because they Disney very smartly made toy versions of the Toy Story character, All oh, the Toy Story oh, characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At this point, point.
1: And, and now those are very, very common. Yes, very common choice for
0: ev- for every kid to have. Right, I, I don't know if Slinky Dog actually existed prior to this movie, or at least not Slinky Dog the way we see him in no, this movie. No, I think I think there was a Slinky animal thing back in mm. the sixties. There was, I think, yeah. But none of them looked like Slinky Dog. No, they they, they was, there was they, a dog, but it wasn't Slinky Dog. No, it was it wasn't our Slinky Dog. It wasn't our Slinky Dog. Um but the fact that they made it look like it could be the fact that you've got what looks like extremely accurate etch a sketch. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, extremely accurate etch a sketch. Yeah. I mean, they, it looks like they took a somehow a 3d scanner and scanned this whole thing in there to make it look exactly like an, three an actual etch a sketch. Um, the, the fact that you've got barrel of monkeys, The most worthless toy that was ever created. (laughs) They've got that in here. You've got, not only do you have the plastic green army men. Yeah. You can see the sprues from the mold machine. That is true. You can. We, when we did our review of the Lego movie, I talked about how they went to so much trouble to actually make it feel like it was actual Legos Mm -hmm. that were done in stop motion. Yeah. They would not have done that, I think, if Toy Story did not pay this much attention to what should have been a very simple model. But they go in and make sure, oh yeah, the real toy has the little bits of plastic from where it was connected into the mold mold machine. Mm -hmm. We're going to put that here, too. Oh yeah. We're going to be as accurate as 1995 technology will allow us to be. Yeah. That in and of itself. That level of accuracy Mm -hmm. and attention to detail, yeah, is amazing. Oh yeah, in my opinion,
1: yeah. Also, also the fact that like during production, because they wanted to bring Barbie into the movie, right? Mattel wouldn't let them,
0: not until it was a successful movie. Exactly, they were jumping into reels and be like, like, "Oh my gosh, yes, use here's all your Barbies. Here's Ken.
1: Yeah, here's
0: (laughs) here's Ken. Take him. Yeah, Ken. We don't want him anymore. It's all yours." They had not. They, well, didn't, like, they didn't just have Barbie and Ken. They had every version of Barbie. Pretty. They had an entire wall of Barbie. That is, <laughs> that is true. Hitting on Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't hitting on Buzz Lightyear, but I know a couple of them. They were, they were right next to the Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But, but, uh, but either Either, either way, the amount of detail in a movie that. In a time when they did not have the time to create all this extra detail, the fact that they still did, yes is what I highly, highly, highly appreciate. And that's one of the reasons I do love this movie, at least now looking back at it, because I recognize they didn't have to do 90% of what they did to make this movie work. And work good enough. They were fastidious at making every single thing as accurate as possible, down to the logos on the toys being in the right position and being accurate to how they would have been created. Right. And I appreciate that. Oh As yeah. a graphic designer, I much appreciate <laughs> all the boxes being accurate. Oh yeah. But I mean, everything up to that is, I just appreciate And that's not even getting into pizza planet with, uh, all the really cool movie references to alien. Oh that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which is oddly now owned by Disney. Strangely enough, but at the time it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh, well, at the time, technically, Pixar wasn't either. <laughs> no, they weren't. They they uh, were in association with. Yes, it was a separate company that Disney was just being was. had, had Pixar had signed like a what a five movie deal. Yeah, to. it was a five movie
1: deal, and they were distributing arm.
0: Yes, that's all it was. Until and 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 Disney would actually own all the IP. Yeah, that was the original plan, and then it, that and then. In order to make Toy Story Two happen the way Pixar wanted it to, Pixar allowed themselves to be bought out but with all these writers on it so they would remain their separate company.
1: Yeah, and that that would be a very interesting story when we do Toy, Toy Story Two.
0: Yes. But what is your third like for M- this movie? My third
1: like would be the the climax of this film. Not be like, oh, the revelation now that, you know, Andy has a dog. But the the fact of That's the conclusion, not the climax. Yeah, that's not the that's conclusion, not the climax. But where it is, they are trying to get back to the moving truck, Mm -hmm. and you just had the amazing encounter with
0: Sid. Toys can see everything. Everything. That was the so play nice. (laughs) Ah! You know, Tom (laughs) Hanks had
1: a fun time in the recording studio uh, on that one. I can totally imagine, but uh, the the whole fact it'd be like, Buzz realized, be like,
0: wait, you can't fly,
1: but, yes, but I can fly with style.
0: <laughs> Buzz, it's, you're flying. This isn't flying. flying. This is flying. falling with style. <laughs> and the whole, be to like, to infinity and
1: beyond. And beyond. That, that was, it was so well done. The, the, like, I know they didn't have the. Buzz, the, we're missing the truck. Like, we're not going, going to the, the truck. truck. <laughs> just like, it's an excellent scene the the lighting is so well done the yeah. For the, for the timing yes it's so great the t- lighting the uh the uh, the backgrounds the surface areas everything it mm-hmm. gave like it was so good for that time period
0: well, now I have, I, I, I have some opinions coming up in this oh like, uh, of course on something of course you of know course. what that thing is
1: yes I, i'm pretty sure i can but oh,
0: three of those things, <laughs> three or four,
1: Yeah, three or four, but, uh, either way. So that would be my number three is the, the climax of this film of how be like Buzz and Woody kind of come together and, right but now. yeah. Oh mm-hmm. me.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: But, um, yeah, the, the climax of this film is
0: amazing. Mm hmm.
1: And it's probably one of the I, I don't want to say we'll we'll have to do like a top like a top five, you know, Pixar films. Oh at yes. Point, so at, some at some point, point we will. Now, granted, I haven't seen all the Pixar films
0: yet. We'll get around to that. Eventually. Eventually. But yeah, that is my number three. So we need to move into our dislikes mm-hmm. for this. I'm gonna start off with probably the easiest fish in the barrel to shoot. Okay. This movie tried to do humans and dogs and <laughs> creatures with muscles long before the technology really worked no <laughs> yeah that's true uh andy is creepy sid is creepy, creepy. and not in a way he should be <laughs> even creepier. then you have scud scud is an abomination that um, should
1: not exist Oh, gosh. Now, remind me which character is Skud.
0: That's him. the dog. That's right. That chases. That, that's Sid's dog. That's right. He oh looks horrible. Oh, yes, I agree with the, you. Now, granted, I have no idea what breed they were going for, but I'm assuming it ain't a pretty one. Because <laughs> <laughs> they got to get pretty in this it, thing. <laughs> right. But, oh, my word. It's like, could you can tell they couldn't do fur. Because no. they tried to slick that hair back on that dog as much as they oh, could gosh. where it would look right, and it just doesn't. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> take, take the animation from one and
1: then into two. It's just be
0: like, it's, it's, it's a, a, night and day. It's night and day. Night and, day. <laughs> and admittedly, it's because the technology was still fresh at this point. Yes. Uh, there's a small, minuscule part of me that wishes that when they did the HD. Restoration of this movie for the 3D thing. Yeah. They had to go back and re render everything yeah. for that second eye. Yeah, That's to. how Pixar did it. Yeah, There's a small part of me that when they did that, I there's that kind of hoped and wished that maybe they would have fixed some of these things. Mm-hmm. But then there's the animation nerd who likes all the scars and blisters mm-hmm. uh, and that kind odd of limit, facial limitations, features. odd facial features that like appreciates that they didn't do it. But at the same time, you're still looking going. How many times did that dog get hit by the ugly stick? Oh, gosh. Because <laughs> good night. I mean, he must have just kept, he must have just hit that tree and kept going. Because Scud. I'm, I'm not going to get down someday. Bam. Poor Scud. Poor, poor Scud. <laughs> he poor did dog. not get any favors. No, he did not. Movie. Poor dog. Poor boy. That poor dog. Uh. Uh, strangely enough, the Hannah is probably the only character who I thought looked good of the human. Yeah, that is, that is true. That not is so not true. Hannah, not Hannah. That's the, that's the, that's the mom. That's the, that's the younger sister. Yes. No, Hannah is Sid's sister. That's right. Yeah. I don't remember what uh, Molly was. Andy's yeah. sister. So yeah, erase what I said earlier in the cast. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah was Sid's little sister. Yeah. She actually does look better than every other human in this movie. That's true, and I have no idea why that is. I guess it's just because she's not on screen as much, that and is true. she's never seen full screen. Her head is not full screen like Andy's is from time to time, Sid's definitely is from time to time. Yeah, oh my, but yeah, the fact that they tr- did their best. Honestly, really, how do you do this without at least showing Sid? Yeah, And you can kind of do it without Andy, but then if you bring in Sid, you have to do Andy. Yeah. Just to give you the, the contrast between, Mm -hmm. uh, Woody and Buzz's real home versus this torture chamber. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's my first dislike is the fact that man, those, they probably looked amazing when when I first watched it, but yeah. they did not. Those humans did not. Humans and dog did <laughs> not age well. No, 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 no. Yeah, if, if you
1: if you really want to watch true animation horror, go to the go to the uh, deleted scenes or outtakes. Oh uh, yes, yeah, those are terrifying because you take one pixel out of out of out of alignment and things go nuts it's like if you were to go and watch uh
0: oh, this, tangled this is not as bad as the monsters incorporated ones because they had all that hair oh on, gosh uh, on uh, sully yeah yeah
1: those are terrifying yeah the yeah <laughs> the, the ones for uh, tangled yeah oh those are ter- those are cuz it's literally it's amazing how it's
0: hair that's yeah, really the terrifying aspect of this. all over the place it, it's not it's not the eyes that just randomly roll back in the Back in the head that, of all these Yes, characters. that's what happens in the to Toy Story. It happens there. That's not the creepy part. No. The creepy part is when you've got hair going all the way around the place. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's not a big problem in this, since most of the characters have plastic hair. But... It is there. Long, beautiful plastic hair. <laughs>
1: all right. So, my first dislike is going to be exactly yours, is the... the there's a lot of the animation does not hold up very well. Definitely, when you speak of the humans, you characters, mm-hmm. you speak of the poor scud, <laughs> poor scud, poor scud. Um, and then be like, you have the occasional, be like, obviously with the technology and the limitations they had in 1995, you are going to have some animation character problems with maybe how maybe a character moves mm-hmm. or. Be like, it's like, I think it was at one point, like, character literally doesn't move, just slides. Yeah. At one moment, if I remember correctly. And like, it's just like, huh? And it's like, well, okay, remembering, be like, context, this is 1985. As,
0: as, as long as it's a toy and it's one that makes sense that they just slide off screen, I can live with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it was just like, oh, wow. Like, if it was the robot? Yeah.
0: That I can say.
1: Yeah. But if I remember correctly, it was it was like one character they kind of just slid, just a little bit. I missed that. Yeah, but. yeah, because I, I remember watching it at, at one point. I was like, "What in the world?" It's like, "Oh yeah, this is right. This, is this made the best They could do It's is the best they could do." <laughs>
0: they you had probably the, someone had probably tried night and day to get this character to walk off, and finally said, "Screw it."
1: <laughs> yeah, let's for, let's forget <laughs> it's
0: it. it. Just guys in the background, off. No one's
1: gonna see. Well, it, at least it's not like, uh, um, oh, what was it, um. what is it oh oh come on we we did the review over it just recently um
0: oliver and company oliver company that's the one that had so many animations oh yeah
1: so many anime where the the dobermans Dobermans are going into the background and they just just disappear disappear. (laughs) if if i would have saw that and it's like oh this has got nothing at least
0: we didn't have that (laughs) yeah that is true that is true Mr. Squeakers didn't just disappear. Well, he did disappear, but we don't know he disappeared. Yeah, he's just on the top of the shelf somewhere. Yeah, top of the shelf, and
1: there again, we'll get there when we get yeah. there in, to, in uh, Toy Story <laughs> Two. Um, so yeah that that is my num- that is my number one dislike. There there are a lot of animation errors. Yeah, and now granted, within the context, be like it was good for what it was, but mm-hmm. it did not age well. Yes, there's a lot of scenes where it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. like you know somebody beat this toy with an ugly stick and it got worse over years yes. <laughs> either way so that's my number one what is your number two so
0: I'm gonna continue on the art style nitpicking for okay. for this one underneath the van that fight scene at the gas station where they're underneath the van oh yeah Oh my word! That is not what the underside of a car looks no, like. No, it doesn't. But it's the best they could do. I Agreed. understand Agreed. this because there's no way you could have detailed everything that's underneath that car. No. But you look at it and go, "Y'all didn't even finish this. Mm-hmm. You could have at least put. Y'all could at least had like something, where it's like it looks. Better, but it's like no, it's like that looks. You didn't, it doesn't even look like you textured half mm. these models. Yeah, that you've got representing the underside of this car. Oh, yeah, which is amazing when you consider how much work they put into the upholstery of that car. <laughs> true, <laughs> but true. the underside of that car is like, oh wow, this is yeah. not good. No, it's not. <laughs> and the and it's even worse when the eighteen wheeler goes over them, and you at one tire. Gets close to crushing Woody's head. And you're looking and going, that's a plastic tire. That is not a rubber tire. <laughs> if it was smaller, I wouldn't care. Because I don't care on the ones on we see on uh, Andy's mom's car. Right. Because they're never right there in your face. <laughs> but this, no, this is a plastic tire. Oh, God. what it looks like. Yeah. This looks like you took a model 18-wheeler truck that you had for another scene and blew it up what it looks like now now mind you the, now, the granted, it's the, a fast scene but yeah, i just, it was, very I just fast, from, it was very good it was a yeah. very good scene as so you get really close yes and you're looking and going that's not the tread pattern any 18 wheeler uses for its tires that looks like the tread pattern for a a model a tire <laughs> tire. <laughs> tire you expect to see on that like a bicycle tire yeah, that's really more what that tre- tire
1: looks like Somebody bought the wrong tires. It's the wrong tires <laughs> for this 18-wheeler
0: that you know is the same 18-wheeler they yes. use for the moving yes. scene. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because there's no way they made two of those trucks. No, nope, let's just recycle it. <laughs> just recycle the model. Why not? No yeah. one's going to know. It's like we saw the side of that trailer oh, in that shot. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. What is your second dislike? My
1: second dislike would be, oh, when they actually go into Pizza Planet. Oh, gosh. Because obviously understanding the technological
0: limitations they had and how humans looked. There was a lot of humans in that scene. And yeah. It just kind of almost doesn't work.
1: No, it doesn't. Because the because the, uh, either A, they're... they're cropping their heads so much or mm-hmm. they are be like, they're just blurring the characters out to now, Cause obviously they're focusing on the toys, but there, there's so much the, the
0: background it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a mess. So here's my question when it comes to pizza planet. Yeah. I'm confused by what they actually serve. Okay. They are called pizza planet. Yes. They are obviously base. It's obviously a space themed style. Chuck E. Cheese restaurant. Yes. Very painfully obvious. And as such, why do they have hamburgers? Because that's what that. If you look at the the box, that Buzz is. Uh, I think Buzz is in is in the hamburger box thing. I, I could be right. I'm probably mistaken. See, one of them is in the box. Yeah, I think it's Buzz. Yeah. Um, honestly, they, they I think that thing is there just because they wanted to the joke with the when he replies and the box opens like it's a mouth. I- <laughs> And plus, that really does fit his profile better than anything else they could have used. That is true. But at the same time, I'm looking forward to other movies where they literally use the same four cones. Yeah. uh, And that worked. Why couldn't you have used two different soda cups here for this? That's not really a nitpick. Yeah. But at the same time, it confuses me what Pizza Planet actually sells. Obviously, they sell pizza. Apparently, they sell hamburgers too. How wide is this menu?
1: I don't know. But it's <laughs> it's probably like one of those. Uh, now, Grant, I've never been to Disney World, Disney World or Disneyland. What have you? Hopefully, in the future, I'll be well, able I mean, to. Go they do.
0: serve multiple stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it's at it's different kind of, kiosks.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of the like, like the
0: uh big family-friendly restaurants. Yeah. It's all like buffet style. And admittedly, I've been to restaurants that served pizza and hamburgers. Yeah, but usually it's a much nicer restaurant. Yeah, I say like, like that's a big jump. We're talking about pizza and hamburgers. Yeah, but I mean it's usually something like, oh, we just have a big family-friendly movie. We're technically. Uh, an Italian restaurant or something, and anyway, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's more it's along the lines of be like, oh, we're just going to serve a, a plethora of right. things, but that, here, you know, cheap, you know, very cheap, inexpensive here, food to make.
0: But here's my other question: Obviously, they deliver pizzas. Yeah. Do they also deliver hamburgers? I don't know. Do and they? if they do, I wish more places. This, this predates Grubhub and Uber Eats and all that. Yeah. Apparently, Pizza Planet was paving the way. Yeah. Anyways, sorry to interrupt. I just had to bring up that Pizza Planet is a weird place. No,
1: no, no, no. No. I've actually seen a Pizza Planet. Uh, I was at a con one time, and uh, they someone had brought a Pizza, a pizza Planet truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, it was almost completely the truck, except for, like, a few things. It was down to detail amazing. But, anyway, I digress. Um, so, yeah, that, that entire scene where... They're literally having to, to move around the scene to not show off the. Oh my gosh, we couldn't completely make this thing work. Oh, yeah. Completely. So we're gonna we're gonna work around it with our limitations, and be like the the scene works, but if you look in the background. Uh,
0: Don't look in the background of yeah. these movies. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing the best they can. Yeah,
1: they are. They're gonna be like, yo, giving. I give said me, that after you, I completely. Ripped
0: on them on these other things.
1: Yeah, it's 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 giving these movies as much grace as possible. Yes, and at the same time you're giving that critical hammer on them for you know the and ha- giving like giving a very soft
0: mallet hammer to mm-hmm. it because the the bear, limitations. Bear in mind, people, we do actually like this movie. Yes, we have to we have to come up with our, way our formula is. We have to come up with stuff we don't like about it. That,
1: that's the—that's one of the curses of being a uh, a movie critic.
0: It's what's called being uh, trying to be as objective as we can, despite the fact we're not very objective with no. movie reviewers. No, we're not. <laughs> but yeah, that is my number dos. All right, my number three. My number three is... Uh, I just had it and I lost it. <laughs> I so much fun with all these others. Okay, my number three is the simple fact that we don't get to see all these characters return. Now, granted, most of these characters are not major characters. Um, yeah, we see the binoculars. I think one in one more movie. Yeah, uh, Mister Microphone. Yeah, I think he does not return. For no, a, he doesn't. That's because the character's gotten older and the stuff's gone to garage sale. Yeah. Um. And even, like, uh, R.C., I think, has one other movie
1: mm-hmm. that
0: he's in. Also, here's an interesting question. What happened to R.C.'s controller? Hmm. Because when they were at the... Ro- when, when R.C.'s battery had run down, you see either Woody or Buzz. I don't remember which one. Yeah, that's right. Sets it down on the ground, and then you don't see the controller the rest of the movie. That is true. Our that controller got left on the side of the road, and now RC is worthless. Yeah, pretty he much. He he can only he can drive himself, but now Andy can't. Yeah, he he's become that relieved. is so sad. That is that is true. I didn't think of that. Also, my second question was: it RC's battery that died, or was it the battery in the controller that died? Yeah, because it having had an RC car, a radio control car, it could be either one. Yeah. Arb, Although, from Arb. the looks of things, it was the battery in RC. But then, how is RC alive? Yeah. See, that's one of the weird things about Toy Story and its franchise. There are toys that are alive, and there's toys that aren't, and there's no explanation as to why one or the other is, is the case. That is true.
1: That also,
0: Bo Peep being made out of porcelain, how does she move? at all. That is true. (laughs) That is so true. That's just the question I've always had. There's a lot of these little stupid things Mm -hmm. that honestly mean nothing. Granted. And it's things that bug me when we get further on in the franchise, namely the fourth one with a certain spork. Oh (laughs) gosh. I I know there are a lot of people who like this character. I know, but he raises two too many questions that honestly I didn't think of until I saw that movie. And now I'm looking at this one and going, why isn't the desk talking? Why isn't the, uh, that, that just give a good, the go- toy chest should be alive yeah. by these rules. You would think. And yet it's not. Yeah. Cause there's, there's, there's no clear indication as to why, what is a toy and what isn't. And what about being a toy makes it come to life? Yeah. Now, but, uh, granted, I will admit right here and now, you don't need to know that information. No. It is not important to the enjoyment of the story. True. But I'm sitting there going, explain this to me. <laughs> I don't need some scientific explanation. What I need is some professor doll, something that looks like, uh, I don't know. Um, oh, they could have brought in the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and uh, is it it's Donnie that does yeah, machines Don, right Donatello. Donnie could have explained this whole thing as a joke and it would probably be as accurate as an explanation oh, we'd ever get gosh. and probably it would never be faltered because that would have saved me headache <laughs> or um, the Power Rangers would have been around at this time have the Blue Ranger explain it <laughs> Just have the toy he show wasn't us. owned by Disney yet but hey who cares <laughs> Yeah, I I can see the the. I mean, we've got nightmare. We've getting got that Totoro done. hanging out in Toy Story three, and it's not like Disney owns him either. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't then, then then and definitely doesn't now. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that does bring a very good point of
1: how their their logic base of which toys are alive, and which aren't, because right. you see throughout the series of these films that some character you'll see characters come to life mm-hmm. and with those characters alive there's other toys in the background
0: yes. doing nothing now you moving no blinking, I brought nothing. Up, i brought up earlier that there's a mousetrap game yeah why aren't the mice escaping the game and talking to people mm. or that are they or are they just running around that box forever and ever and no one's getting them out because maybe the mice are annoying we don't know.
1: No. <laughs> we don't know. So many questions, so many questions. So many questions that are completely unimportant <laughs> admittedly. But Oh man. Anyway, uh, I I do I do like that that was a very good observation
0: of, you know, sentient or non-sentient. Yes, why are some of the toys sentient? Why are some of them not? And this this leads into we we'll get to Toy Story 4 when we get to Toy Story 4, yes. but it is that movie's f- creation of that character that brought all this to mind. Mm. Because otherwise, I would have just let it go, mm-hmm. as the song says. Yeah.
1: You, you couldn't hold it back anymore, anyway. Exactly.
0: At this point, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your third dislike?
1: <laughs> oh, let me count the ways. Or let me figure my mind out. Um, oh, God good night that would be like your, your entire section brought up so many questions in my head yeah
0: <laughs> things you're not supposed to think about no but, you're not but the but the fourth movie made me think about them and now it it just raises more questions okay
1: here's here's one here's one this is kind of my third but it's kind of a really huge hypothetical like you went with okay so you have Sid yes, and his, and his hybrid toys. Yes, And his hybrid toys. So my my thought is okay. He's you know, ripped and torn and just you know amalgamated all of these other toys. So now do you have these toys that now have a conflicted, uh, uh, conscious, mm-hmm. or is is it two toys that are now one that are now their subconscious merged?
0: Oh, they've all got a hive mind at this point.
1: Yeah, hive mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kept thinking is like be like, would that be
0: be like that that I mean, boggles the mind it's like what the I world mean, it helps that none of those none of Sid's toys talk thank, thank the, the lord. lord that would
1: be okay that entire scene is like creepy as can be yes when you first watch it as a
0: kid it's like oh my is the spider baby oh gosh it's like good night that is right out of a horror movie that that I'll be like, I mean I've it. heard of head crabs before I just didn't expect to be exposed to them oh. when I was 10
1: years old oh my gosh yes um
0: uh, because I, I remember watching when that first happened. That I was like, "Oh my word! Well, what that, in the world?" That first moment when he's like, "What is wrong with that baby doll's head?" It's, it's oh, under there. Come it's, here. Like, it's like, "Oh, it's like, oh, oh my! Where are we? <laughs> we, we,
1: we, have gone to Toy Hades and be like, how can I get out of here?'"
0: <laughs> and also, how did all the toys? I know they were. I know during that last scene. Yeah. There was some communication going on between cuz you see some of the toys whisper to the ones that have been out there for who knows how long. Yeah. Uh to let them know. And I guess there must have been some communication, but how did the dump the, the giant RC truck That's true. no to come out of the sand pit? <laughs> What's driving it? Yeah, exactly. What the, that brings up more of my point there. <laughs> So this and, is not playing by th- there are no rules to this is my problem. Yeah. Or no known rules. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is true. There's the uh do do toys feel pain because obviously when uh Buzz loses an arm he doesn't feel any pain. But that that brings up a good like but almost But then how, why are they worried about the other toys eating them? Yeah, or why or why, why are you so why are you so worried you get blown up?
0: Yeah, you could be put back together. Yeah, I, exactly. I, it's probably not pleasant. No, it's not. But, but like, you're just
1: going to fall apart and they're going to bring never you. Never be whole again. Yeah. Be like, they're going to bring you back together in some capacity. Right. Well, I know we've gone, like, you'll really be, you'll, deep you'll into uh, the uh, psychological. I'm, you know, I'm not going to touch on that,
0: Joe, yeah. that I caught for the first time. But uh, either way. You know which character I'm thinking of, too. Uh, we'll, we'll talk re- about that after. Yeah, remind me later.
1: Um, but, yeah, the, like, that whole conversation just brings us so many different. Psychological and just ideas of, you know, like obviously be like the 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 torment of like a toy two toys being merged together. Mm-hmm. Now is that two uh, two ideas conflicting in one another or something like that? Because you can go really deep down into that uh, psychological term. Yeah, uh, rabbit well, hole. I, don't,
0: I kind of figure. Admittedly, we don't know toy anatomy. No. Where the brain is. Well, that's true. When assumed, and I'm speaking metaphorically as the yeah. brain being the center of what would be the toy's conscious. In my mind, it stays with the head. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that makes the baby crab work. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. But also, are they semi-dead when their head gets chopped off before they use electrician's tape to connect them back together? Hmm. I don't think they necessarily die.
1: They just kind of be like they are blown apart or disassembled and then you bring them back together and then it's okay. Now is it because one arms from another toy? Yes. This and this and this. So is there this? We don't know. Yeah. It's so really don't know. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things.
0: Also, all of Hannah's toys pretty much are the same type of doll that she's, it's obvious she's remade over and over again. Yeah. By hand. Do her toys talk, too? Yeah, because they have sewn together mouths. They have no mouth, but they must scream. Oh, <laughs> oh my word! Like I wow, said, we, we went if you really think about this, this, if one. you think about this too hard, you will ruin the movie for oh you. Oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> this, this this got terrifying even more. <laughs> oh my gosh, and this is not even getting into the sick questions. <laughs> no, oh gosh, like how? It's like yeah, that. that moving, be, on. Moving, moving on, on, moving, yes, on moving, moving on, moving on, moving <laughs> on.
0: We we could be here for another hour talking about that. We, we don't need to discuss Bo Peep, Cerberus sheep. Oh gosh, no,
1: Nope. Nope, nope. We don't need that. Or, or or Sid's you know terrifying childhood. Let's not do that. Yes. Either way. So yeah, that is my number. Although at
0: least Sid does show up in the third movie.
1: That is Fresh true. That, that that was a very good Easter egg. <laughs> so that is my number three.
0: All right. That brings us to the end of this very strange episode. Yes. Uh, Because we've thought way too much about stuff we shouldn't have been thinking about in this one.
1: We we dove too deeply into the toy box.
0: Indeed. Uh, So we need to discuss, or we need to give our ratings for this. Mm -hmm. I'm giving this movie a nine. Okay. Uh, Admittedly, I am giving it a lot of grace for the time period it was created in because... um, Quite frankly, they did amazing work with what they had. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great detail in there. A lot of stuff they didn't have to pay attention to, like I said before. Mm-hmm. And nearly every negative thing I brought up about this movie... Yeah. Uh, is very so nitpicky that I didn't think of it while I was watching the movie. I gotcha. Just for being honest. All that came up after the fact. So that's why I'm giving it a nine. I mean, it's not perfect. It's nowhere near perfect, but it's still an amazing movie. Yeah. For what it is. So yeah, I'm giving it a nine. Okay. I will give it, I'm going to go one notch below that
1: with an 8.5.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there again, giving the movie as much grace as it is as it deserves. It's an amazing movie. Absolutely. Incredible. Genius. The, the, the fact that they did this movie at all, they yes. were able to pull it off be like the movie has not aged very well. Uh there it you know obviously you're going to have technical flaws. Mm-hmm. And so now Grant I give it an 8.5. It's not I mean I'm not giving it a 2. Yes. This I mean like it's still one of these it's up, up here. There. It's up here as a film. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be up here all up Just for, compare
0: that to all the other movies we've given these ratings to.
1: Oh yeah, just think about that for 2 seconds. Yeah. Um, uh, But yeah, I'm giving it an 8.2 Now, granted, I am more of a fan of Toy Story 2 Than Toy Story 1
0: So It's going to be interesting when we get to that one Yeah Anyway Yeah, so that, that is my ringing Alright, so right now that we're at the end of this episode We get the very, very fun task <laughs> Of seeing one of two movies at this point Yeah We're actually going to be reviewing next week Alright So, right now Sitting at one, two, five, and six, is Monsters vs. Aliens, and three and four belong to Dragon Ball Z: The Dead Zone. This was your movie we reviewed this week. Yes. So, and all of these are my <laughs> picks that have been unlucky enough not to get enrolled. So I guess I will tr- see which one of these we get to do. We finally get to do Monsters vs. Aliens okay. next week. A movie I've never watched before. Oh, this is a weird one, I'll grant you. Okay. But you'll understand why I like it after about five minutes into the movie. Okay. Because <laughs> you know my taste in some things. True. Uh, Definitely let me borrow it. I, after I watch it. Okay. Which means I need to watch it this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I need to wa- You know what I mean. Yes. So, uh, join us next week for... Uh, that I'm trying to think of a good pun about for monsters versus aliens. And I can't think of it at the moment, but anyway, join us next week for that one. All right. Thanks guys. Come Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what drew? Same thing. We do every week. Jacob record a podcast. Oh boy. So where can they find you, Jacob?
1: They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's daily art corner. My personal art Facebook page. On Twitter at Jacob Heron, on Instagram at Jacob Heron, and on Letterbox at Jacob Heron.
0: Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterbox at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website,
1: thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play and Stitcher our RSS feed if we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory please share review and subscribe to us
0: there and share us with your friends you will also find a link to our Facebook group the Double Feature Podcast Community where we talk about both animated and live action movies we share this with our other podcasts which we do with Jacob's brother Jim at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook we try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L.